If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. All right, welcome back to Mind Pump Radio. I'm here with Sal Stefano, Justin Andrews, Boom. and uh, shit's about to get raw. So, uh... Uh, we got um, we got a couple things I think we uh, will definitely talk about, and some things that we probably have no clue that we're going to talk about. And you know, one of the things I want to kick us off with, uh, since <clears throat> a lot of these people don't know that we all are a bunch of big children and converse with each other all day long, all the time via text message. And uh, so we're on a group text. Yeah, we're on a group text. God forbid anybody ever let, finds let, that three thing. Three teenage girls. Let me yeah. talk about group text for a second. It is the Lots cool, of emoticons, it's though. The, it's the coolest and stupidest thing that's ever been invented. Because let me, those of you that are that are listening right now, if you guys uh, don't, I don't know if every phone does this, if it's just iPhone, does, I'm sure Sam, Galaxy, all those other phones do the same thing, where you get a group text message where you and, you know, eight of your friends can all chime in. Now, here's the thing that's not fair and what I don't like about it is if you weren't the fool who started it, you're fucking trapped, dude. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> you're never getting out. Yeah. You cannot you can't opt out. And so I'm I happen to be in like three library or church. I've got my like... I've got my childhood best friends that we still communicate through Vietnam. All of us are connected when we talk. And then I have my fantasy football league. And then now I have you monkeys. And, you know, they, sometimes these guys, two of these guys are, you know, going back and forth till fucking one in the morning. And I got to get up <laughs> in three hours and my phone. <laughs> I like, how, you, real, I like how your references to two people, like uh, the two groups, my childhood friends, right, yeah. my fantasy my football league, and you assholes. Like, and, then yeah, these assholes. And, these, and these fucking assholes that I talked about. <laughs> but, uh, you know. Well, I love them, man. I, I actually learned so much from group texting. First of all, I feel con- uh, connected to the people I'm on the group text with. So I feel like we don't ever not see each other, um, which is good and bad. I mean, sometimes, you know, I definitely want to see you guys uh, um, you know, more often than we do. Um, but then I learn a lot because we, we tend to, we talk shit and bullshit probably 90% of the time, but the 10% of the time where we talk about good stuff, it's some good. There's some good stuff that comes out of it. Oh no! Yeah, it's well, a, it's a petri dish for a lot of the ideas and stuff to grow, right? So you're 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 kicking all this stuff out there, and we're kind of throwing it out, like even jokes or whatever it is, and see who's gonna laugh and who's gonna be like, oh, I just I just far, dude. <laughs> for anybody that knows me, if I ever die, something happens to me, take my phone, smash it. Don't ever look at those group texts because half the stuff I say is just <laughs> very incriminating. Oh, it's just bad. It's just horrible. Yeah. It's the worst stuff I could. I mean, right. if you don't know you, you you probably misinterpret a lot of it. I'm yeah. sure people people would probably. Be like, oh my! Because sarcasm doesn't really come through that yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they you haven't know. come up with that font yet. They keep talking about it. Sarcasm like, font. Hey, that's a great app right there, bro. A sarcasm oh, app. It, yeah, but then it exists. ruins it. Yeah. I like the fact that sometimes people are like, "Did, did you think? Did Sal just really say that about midgets? Why would he say that on?" <laughs> <laughs> I've never said anything. Hey, about on, on is that the, incorrect? That's the politically incorrect I, that's term. That's not the right way Dwarf. to say it. Yeah, small, no. small, small people. people. Try again. Smaller people. Smaller people. Little, little, little people. person. Little, little person. Right? I apologize. Little pygmy. Little people. No, so that's horrible. So that's wrong. Talking about that, uh, check this one out. We're talking about technology and the whole group text message. Um, I, I have one for you, and I know you. You'll put, Sal will probably like nerd out on this one, Justin. So you're ready for us here. So, uh, what do you think is going to happen? Um, to this generation that's coming up, that's like it's it's become we're so connected to our phones. I see what it's what it's turned me into, and I've seen generation the generation coming up. It's even worse. And I was this is no this is true story. Last week I was uh, at sushi, and um, there's an outside patio, and I'm getting ready to walk in, and I walk past this family. It's a husband, a wife, and two children, and the son has got an iPad out, and it's on one of those kickstands, 
and he's sitting there playing a video game. The daughter is watching like uh, you know some Disney cartoon movie on her on her phone, and then both the parents are texting on their phones. Mm. Like, and literally everybody is staring at their phones. It's crazy, the dude. And that I mean that to me, like, and I'm sure I've done that to my girl before, and done that to friends before. Where I'm out at dinner and I've looked at my phone because I'm thinking about all the stuff I got to get done or work or whatever like that. But you wonder like it's gonna be right now. It's so shocking, right? But yeah. it's gonna be it's becoming more the norm. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, I yeah. Think, well, and, what is it? I was gonna say anytime something new comes out that everybody embraces, the mm-hmm. people who grew up without it always look at it and say, "Oh, that's." That's horrible. That's bad. Like when we were kids, if we watched a lot of TV, we'd get oh the boob tube and your your, your brain will melt. And what's funny <laughs> Don't now, sit too close to it, and, what, it right? And what's yeah, funny now is my, my son will be on the internet watching YouTube videos, and I'll be like, turn off YouTube and watch TV. Because I, it's, I swear to God, but there's a difference. Yeah. Because to me, TV is so familiar, and I watched it when I was a kid, and it's not bad or whatever. But I mean, the, the truth is that here's the truth about what's going on here with the internet and technology. Are, are there some bad things with it? Sure, of course. But throughout all of human history, anytime mankind, and you're right, I'm about to nerd out, uh, anytime mankind made huge leaps in advancements, um, it came from increased access to information and the ability to spread ideas. Mm -hmm. Every single time, whenever ideas were able to be spread, whether because of horseback, you know, think things could get passed back and forth, or when they built the first roads, or pigeons and smokestacks. And, right, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, ideas pa- uh, were passed back and forth because humans, you know, we're smart not because, yes, we are intelligent by ourselves, but the really what makes humans so intelligent is our ability to retain information that was learned from previous gen- generations, and the fact that we can share that information. So, like the last time, the last major development for mankind was the Gutenberg printing press. The printing press was invented, and all of a sudden, the common man could get their hands on books. And before that, the only people with books were the nobles, was the church. They were the holders of information. Wasn't it the monks were the only ones that really wrote? Like it wrote it down. T- it on, took on, thousands yeah, of hours. But yeah, they had like people on shifts, like writing over and over and scribing yeah, everything. And, and if you if you wanted to know, you know, God, why is this? You know, why is the sky blue? Or why you know do certain things happen? You'd have to go to these people who control the information. Mm-hmm. So I- advancements were much slower. All of a sudden, boom! Printing press was invented, and you have the Renaissance. You have the mm-hmm. scientific method. Mm-hmm. You have all those things that led up to the Industrial Re- Revolution. The, the first best-selling book when the printing press was, was invented was the Bible. But the second most popular book was Marco Polo's Travels. Oh, yeah? And that was a book that told people about Asia, told people all these different places, and it opened people's minds. Well, the internet is that times a trillion. Mm-hmm. Because now, all of a sudden, some dude in his basement who has a great idea can post it. Right. And everybody can listen to it. It could go viral within two days, and it's spread everywhere. Right. Yeah. And, and and you think about how accessible it is. Like, these third world countries, people have cell phones. I mean, it, it, and they have access to the internet. They might not have running water. So the question is then, yeah. what do you think, it, no doubt, and I 100% agree with you, that it's uh, it's exciting, it's awesome. I mean, I joke all the time about uh, uh, how, God, I couldn't imagine if I had Wikipedia and a cell phone at my dispense going through school. Mm-hmm. Like, you kids struggle to write a report. I used to have to read four books before I found the right one. Oh, using the Dewey <laughs> Decimal <laughs> System. Yeah. yeah. I, had to, I, had to, I had to read four wrong books to get to the right book yeah. so you could actually, you know what I'm saying, find the right information. Like It was so much harder to play drawings. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, these kids now, you just gotta, you gotta Google, you get Google. And you, yeah, right. It's right there. And even if it, maybe you, you 
not even just copy paste, even if you actually want to learn, which is what I like to think I use it for now. If I have a question, that's the first thing I do. Right away. Right away. Instant, yeah. I'm, I'm researching it. I'm looking at different different websites. I'm looking at different information. I'm putting ga- and then t- from all the different possibilities that you can reach from and learn from, like instantaneously, right. you can become a pretty pretty knowledgeable about whatever that topic is that you're researching, like oh, almost instantaneously. Well, it used to it's be crazy. it used to be where um, what was important was you were able to learn information and store it. Okay, yourself. Like you mm-hmm. wanted to be a smart person, you had to read books, you had to learn it, and then be able to store it. Now it's changing. All of a sudden, now it's you need to have the ability to find information and then report it and communicate it. You don't need to know it. You need to be able to find it because it's so easy to find. Um, so it's it's a different it's a different world. And what's interesting is you look at you know education. For, well, the internet in general is the greatest decentralizer of power mm-hmm. that man has ever seen. Yeah. It's decentralizing all power. You know, uh, media. You wanted to get something on the news, you have to go to a major news station. Now you post it on YouTube. If it's like something from your cell phone, something crazy happened, everybody sees it. Um, If you wanted to get into politics and you wanted to promote yourself, you needed millions of dollars. You 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 needed to partner with corporations and do all the shady shit. Now you get a good message, you put it on the internet, millions of people can see it, you can have a lot of power. Oh, yeah. Um, the future stars, the future communicators, the future celebrator, uh, uh, celebrities, music, movies, education, all changing so rapidly that I, I think in 10 years, it's changing so fast that everything's going to be so different in 10 years. So many things are going to be unrecognizable. More things are going to, it's going to be more advancements. The next 10 years are going to advance Faster than the previous thirty. Oh, I agree. I think you can tell it's compounding. You can see it in, in just in a short span of time right now. So the question is, though, we, there's no doubt. We know that's great, right? We keep talking about how great it is, but what what is it? What damage can it be doing? And what it's going to do for like the social aspect? Because I think of uh, the things that the qualities that you find in a leader, like somebody to, to lead, whether it be a company you're leading, or if it's just leading your family or whatever it may be, uh, the type of characteristics that make up a, a good leader. And, you know, a big piece of that is is the the ability to show the way, to be able to gather people's attention, to be able to communicate information really well. Like, and if we are so dependent on this tool that does all this thinking and communicating for mm-hmm. us, do do our future CEOs and, and, and of the of these huge Fortune 500 companies, are they going to be like that? You know, are they going to be well, I, these you know, antisocial retards well, that's that are what, really brilliant? Well, that's what they, you know, that's what some people are worried about. But if you look at the Internet, you look at uh, technology, the most popular um, websites and apps are all social. But all they do is make people connect um, better, not deconnect. So or disconnect. So think about Facebook, right? How many people do you keep in contact on Facebook that you wouldn't even fucking talk to if right. Facebook didn't exist, right? Absolutely. So it actually increases communication um, to the you know tenth degree. I, the negative that I see from the internet is its ability to track every damn thing you do, and in the wrong hands, that's scary. Well, let's talk about privacy. I mean, yes. do we really even have privacy anymore? Like, I, I've come to the conclusion that. You just have to sort of let that go, let that concept go. I mean, that's a big thing that has changed over the last couple of years where you put something out, it's there forever. Like there's always going to be somebody that can store that, whether it's the cloud or whether it's, you know, on somebody's server or, you know, somebody's app that's, that's, you know, trying to get your personal conversations. Um, They're tracking and they're, they're trying to gather as much information as they can about everybody in order to... You know, in some in some sense, if you're looking at it in a positive way, they're trying to help 
narrow down like the demographics. So what they can actually promote uh, as far as like products and, and, you know, like companies can utilize that information to give you stuff you're actually interested in. Um, Which is know. good. Yeah. So that's a good yeah, thing. I don't, want, I don't want to watch commercials for freaking tampons. <laughs> I can care less. Right. And, and I think the other thing is that like people are scared of it um, and, and rightfully so. Like it, it's, it's a different, it's a paradigm shift. But at the same time, if you look at like how that can bring transparency towards other people in power, I like it. So mm-hmm. I actually like the fact that, you know, something like Bitcoin is is coming out of nowhere and you can track, you know, all of your your, your payments, all of the, like where it came from. Like basically you could you can run a trail for, you know, how you use it. So anybody that's like using this um, electronic currency can you can then kind of find out like where they've been spending their money. So let's talk about like politicians and, you know. Yeah, you. I mean, you could. You, you should. You should explain Bitcoin for most. Well, most well, people don't know what that is. You, right. Well, Bitcoin, well, really. Uh, uh, go ahead. I wish I would have bought stock. By the, the way. Uh, could, I mean, okay. <laughs> you, I'll, I'll yeah. try to explain. We all should have bought stock. I, I don't understand it uh, totally, but I'll try to explain it. So it's basically an online currency. Um, it's the value of all currencies are based on two things. Number one, the trust mm-hmm. that people put in it. And then how much of it's out there, how accessible it is, right? So if there's $10,000 in the world, then $1 will be worth so much money. If we double the amount of dollars out there, then it loses its value. So that's how Bitcoin gets some of its value. Apparently, there's some code that spits out so many new Bitcoins and eventually it'll slow down. Right. And so the value of Bitcoin is always going to stay high. It'll never... They'll never inflate it. They'll they'll keep it, yeah, at a certain amount, so that way right. yeah, it it's, retains it's, its value. And, and, the, oh, and the, the, it's kind of like PayPal on steroids. You know, that's what it is. Kind of, well, but PayPal it's its own has currency. Adopted it. Yeah, it's, it's its own currency though. So it's like dollars, except yeah. it's something called Bitcoin. Yeah. Um, the, the thing about it is, Bitcoin was in, the reason why people like it so much is because it's anonymous. Mm-hmm. You can buy drugs online. You can buy, <laughs> and this is what people are doing. This is why people are freaking out. Yeah. Is because they're buying all kinds of things on the black market online because you can't, you know, you don't want to buy drugs online with a credit card, but you could do it with Bitcoin and it's uh, supposedly it's um, non-traceable. But it it is traceable though. This goes right up your alley. Then you should love that for your whole free market mentality. (laughs) Oh no. Let me tell you, (laughs) you're revealing too much about, so, uh, (laughs) you know, us who, us who, who are, you know, uh, big supporters of free market decentralization. Mm -hmm. um, We love Bitcoin. However, there's these interesting rumors that are out there that Bitcoin is actually created by a government agency, let's say like the CIA. Oh, to see where the it's big drug dealers going, it's always gonna be a conspiracy. They're always yeah. hey, like, see how he goes to right undermine, to, yeah. And it's always some drug dealer who thinks of the conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> he's high as shit off his own stash, and he's like, you know what Bitcoin is? Yeah, it's a more elaborate way to track us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. So, yeah. So I mean, I, you know, you know, with the with the internet, you have this incredible power to decentralize all powers. But you have this incredible power to track people and what they're doing. And here's here's something I'm going to go really freaking far out. Um, you know, uh, the conversation's about to get a little loopy, and I'm pro- I promise you guys I'm totally sober. I haven't dropped acid or anything it, crazy. Just yeah. so L- lay the knowledge. You know, it, it, so we're so connected, right, to the internet. It's only a matter of time before we can connect. Because okay, let me rewind. Movements happen very quickly now. So the, like the civil rights movement, w- movement, women's suffrage, these things took decades. Now you have, you know, six years ago, mm-hmm. uh, most Americans did not support uh, gay marriage. As a matter of fact, 
if you were a politician running for office in 2008 uh, or even 2012 and you openly supported gay marriage, you probably wouldn't get elected. Today, the opposite is now true. The movements, the movement happens so fast and it's because of the internet. Mm -hmm. That's the reason. Same thing with marijuana legalization. You know, uh, 2008, uh, less, it wasn't a majority of Americans that supported marijuana legalization. Today, a majority of Americans support legalization. And in fact, it's probably going to happen oh, eventually. Yeah. Absolutely. So movements happen very fast, again, because ideas and people are connected so easily and so quickly. So it's hard to like, you know, push forward, you know, propaganda or, or whatnot. Now, let's fast forward into the future. It's only a matter of time before we make our ability to connect the internet even easier. Maybe in the future, it gets to the point where you can think where you can think and you can access the, the information on the internet. So it's an extension of your mind, mm -hmm. which means all humans will be connected through internet. So it's the hive mind. You, God, yeah. I, I feel like we're connected. No, I, <laughs> so this we, is great. We've talked about all the, the, the I'm, I'm on that level. All, dude, all the social, me. the yeah. economic uh, reasons that this is so great and everything like that. But what about, I mean, so would you, you would go to dinner. Adam's like with, the old, he's like the old, uh, the old man. And like, <laughs> I don't know guys. I just, yeah, you know, you, I like the old so days. You're like where you're looking no, down. Do not get yeah. wrong. I mean, eating your spaghetti, do, I like <laughs> writing letters and do, do, do not get <laughs> Pony Express. Right. So don't get me wrong. I, I absolutely love, love technology, but, I also find like I have to still find a little bit of balance because I see the things of yeah. uh, kids getting playing video games so much they don't go outside and play. I see the the parents with their children right, right at but table, we're, we're going to change all that and connected to connected to um, you know all these video games stuff like that and they're not talking to each other. So the respect level that maybe the parents have, maybe these kids become uh, more res they respect more uh, characters that they know on YouTube. Big mm -hmm. pop. If you're you know, dad's telling me this, but dad's not that popular. But this guy over here, mm -hmm. he's got a million followers. He must know what he's talking <laughs> yeah. about. I'm serious. You think the guy of a five or a six year old oh, thinks man. like that? And does, does mom and dad start to lose power? I mean, so well, I think these are the same fears I think that people had with TV. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think that like you know, the, obviously these are things that we think about as parents too. Like you know, the generational thing, like where they have so much instant access to that and like, you know, how people are, are really focused on these social media avenues mm -hmm. to build their popularity. So it's just a popularity well, issue. Well, let me give you guys a great example, right? When we were kids in school, and I'm going to date us right now. I don't think anybody knows our age, but I'm going to date us a little bit. We had to learn cursive, right? <laughs> why the fuck did we have to learn cursive? <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you why. Because the, the older people are like, you fuckers need to learn cursive. <laughs> just like I'm, just like we tell our kids, you need to learn how to look shit up in Dude, a library. Dude, how about, how about researching? To... Oh, I'm sorry. How about research, researching shit on, on the microfiche? Yeah, I mean, I don't even know what the fuck that is. Yeah, come on. I don't remember no. that. All right. Right. <laughs> Are you old? Google well, that shit. Well, yeah. yeah, let me Google micro what? Microfiche. Microfiche. It, it sounds yeah, like a, it's like, like a it's like this running like uh, you know newspaper ads like you know like oh yes and then and you, you like scroll through, through and oh, then right, you find right. yeah I didn't even like, know the name it's of it's like that. learning typing we're not gonna have to learn how to type real soon here <laughs> well, that'll be that'll be gone well I mean, so, Siri picks up everything I say well, I don't get well so when we were kids we had to learn cursive when they should have fucking taught us how to type. That would have helped us way more yeah. going to school, right? Yeah. So it's like it's like us Very making true. our it's like us making our kids learn long division. Wow, well, so UK, right off of what you just said. Yeah. There. So then take it to the next level. Do you should like 
learning how to navigate through your iPad and iPhone be part of your fifth, sixth, seventh, like part of your yes. classroom? Yes. Wow. Actually, listen, yes, here's the thing. The, the, I like it, dude. The world is advancing so fast. kind of like uh, Star Trek. Yeah, I think they a- should learn code. I mean, I was actually thinking about Why that not? with both of my sons. Like, hey, let's get them into code early. Well, I think learning oh, should you're be... Just, you're just setting them up for his ass to get kicked, bro. Are you kidding me right yeah. now? What are you talking about? <laughs> no, the nerd, the, what used to be nerds are cool Listen, now. Listen, guys like you are not going to exist, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, yeah. we're what, dying. What, what, we what, talked about this, or maybe we didn't talk about no, it yet, no, but cool, we should. Cool yeah. guys are a dying. We, we're a dying breed. <laughs> alpha, alpha male yes. dying breed. We'll, we'll cover that in another yeah, episode. We should. But you know, it's it's um, it, things are advancing so fast that if we set our minds to what we need to teach our kids today, now, you know, five years from now, it's going to be obs- It's like, it's going to be obsolete. So I think there should be more freedom in what kids should learn. I see. I think kids. Yeah. Should dictate what they need, what they'd like to learn, Ooh, that's and we like facilitate it yeah. rather than giving them the structure of you need to learn algebra one. You need to, why? Why the fuck do I need to yeah. learn the algebra liberal one? arts degree? I think should just be completely obsolete. Like you, like you said, you should really find out like what makes them tick, like what what their interests are, and that's then right. foster it. That's it, a hundred percent. Yeah, and then and then and then you use the tool, the the amazing powerful tool of the internet as a facilitator mm-hmm. and have people there guide them to learn. And what's going to end up happening, you're going to get more specialized learning and kids are going to, you're going to foster their talents rather than trying to force everybody into a box. Well, well, I got one for you then. Check this out. So, and I'm sure, and with, I don't even know this about either one of you and anybody who's listening, think about this for a second. Um, and I'm sure your parents or your mother or father have told you at one point in your life when you were a child, they saw whatever strength that is probably present mm-hmm. in you now all the way back then. For example, for me, you know, I, I, for many years, I, I've led, I've led people in any, any position that I've done, whether any job I've done, I've always been in a leadership role and it just came natural to me, mm-hmm. you know? And my mom will tell me stories. There's videotapes of me when I'm like five years old, uh, gathering all the neighborhood kids, didn't matter if they were older or younger than me or what like that. And, Telling them what to do and, and and not doing it in a dictatorship way, but I was always the kid who organized everything and you sound ran like my like, oldest, yeah, right. And you know, <laughs> and and, sure. and my mom used to say she knew, you know, back then that that's I would do something in their life. So imagine we, we have the resources, the tools to be able to see that even at a young age. Imagine being taught like getting all the books that I read when I was in my twenties, right? Stuff that you want to learn now, yes, yeah, right? Because I learned that right. this is some this is a strength of mine, but I I didn't learn it was a strength of mine until growing up and getting older. Until right. you did a couple of jobs that you didn't manual labor, not this isn't much for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Doing stuff like that, you know, what I'm saying I've I've welded, driven tractors, I've done all kinds of crazy stuff and construction and right. you know, did all these different things right and you know and i i definitely think i'm a positive person so i've learned to find what i've liked in all of it but my true passion came when i when i started to lead people and i started real but i had to learn that i had to teach myself that that's what my passion was mm-hmm. and then then really start to foster that and and grow and educate there right. which didn't really start until my 20s imagine if i was getting fed that information in right. my in my well, youth and into my teenage years like well what's the t- what's the statistic about billionaires how many of them have gone to college it's something like very few oh it's like 20% yeah it's something like it's very very few yeah. um, and that's because again school i think is designed for that middle ground but if you're anywhere outside School's of that designed to, to produce professors yeah oh very good <laughs> that's and, it. And, and worker bees yeah, and worker bees worker yeah bees. right for actually here's something funny for decades now countries like china have kicked our ass in school and test scores and yet who's the biggest innovator who innovates the most 
We do. Yeah, we do. That's yeah. true. So you, you get good grades. And look, I'm not, you know, I'm not knocking if you're one of those people. That's that's cool. But, you know, you get good grades. You follow the, the, the rules. You do the system, whatever. You're going to work for someone mm-hmm. who's the outside the box thinker. Well, right? just, Justin, elaborate on professors. I agree. That's how I feel, too. Like, you, I mean, when you say that, like, what, what comes to mind? Like, that's. Well, um, as far as like, you know, the actual dogma of like you going through the, the system of, OK, now you're going to learn this. And then you're going to specialize in this particular sort of um, your degree degree. Right. Yeah. So the degree is you just learn that degree to the point where you do your thesis and then you master your thesis. Then you get your doctorate in that. And then what do you do with it? Right. Yeah. You become a professor or, you know, you, you pay a, a shit ton of student loans back and then try and figure out, OK, like who's going to hire me? You know, I, I'm right. too educated. Right. <laughs> you're either too educated or you're going to be a professor somewhere. Right. And look at the and look at the cost. And here's the thing: this is why I know education is going to be so different in ten years. The cost of education is so fucking expensive. You go to a class; they charge you two hundred dollars for a book. In the age of the internet, you could stream that fucking thing to my phone or my, my iPad for two cents, and you're going to charge me two hundred dollars for a book, <laughs> yeah. dude. And I have it's to sit so in this classroom. Right yeah. It's insane. It doesn't make any fucking sense. I'm I'm, I'm going to I'm going to get. Oh, it'll change, bro. You're right. You, it's le- going you learn to more from TED Talks now than. I seriously learned more from TED Talks than I did at my from my professors well, in, here, in college. Here, here's what's funny: I've, I train a lot of very educated professionals, and they always ask me, "Wow, Sal, where'd you get edu- where'd you get your education? Where did you learn?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Santa Teresa High School." <laughs> 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 like, I have no formal education. I, it's I, all, it's I, all my I own love learning. to t- I love to tell people that I didn't finish. You know, yeah. I, I went a little further. I mean, I took uh, a little over two years of college, but. It, it you're, took, you're far far more educated than I. <laughs> right. you're, you're the genius. But, Actually, I'll, no, too. But it's like no, you are. I, I, but I, well, I, I it's, it's like having the accolades. A lot of people like to like have this yeah. like title and like you know present themselves in such a way. But I, I do like I went through the system. I, I got my degree. You know all this kind of stuff. And um, really, like it wasn't until I got away from that that I started to research shit on my you know on my own. And, and really start to like digest everything and, and see, okay, like, wow, like I can use this and, and learn for myself and find my own passions. And like, it wasn't until I, I took full ownership myself where I actually started learning. It's crazy. Oh, it's so true. I, I like digested a lot of it in school, but like, you know, you, you don't even really, I'm, I'm like, what am I going to do with this? I'll, I'll tell you one that's funny is that when, I remember, I remember this. It's crazy. It's one of those memories that just stand out. You know, you have those uh, just random stuff, right? Forget, I forgot what happened the day before and the day after, but I can remember going to college and, and uh, my first day of classes and everything. And just, I was excited. I, I was ready for this like new venture in my life. And that this is like high school is just high school and junior high is just junior high. Like now I'm, I'm a man, right? I'm, mm-hmm. and you, when you're young, you want to, you can't wait to grow up and, and, and like, be a man, right? And yeah. be a man. And you know, this, at this point in my life, I'm about, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to learn about what I'm going to do the rest of my life. Like that's, I'm like going in with these expectations of like college is going to mold me, right? Yeah, so yeah. it really changed me, which I'm sure there's some people out there that would say it would. But I tell you what, after going, th- sitting through all my classes for the day and at the end of the day going like, Fuck. That's <laughs> that was just like high school. Yeah. Wait a second. It just was it's purgatory. Just yeah. It just I don't have to show up now. The teacher pretty much made that clear. Yeah. And it, it sounds like I had to go purchase my books. Okay, that's different. 
And it sounds like if I really want to not do all the like in the between work, I can just come for the test and see if I can pass this class without. And that's literally was became my attitude for like the first year and a half. Class. Yeah. Like how little can I go and get past all this shit? Yeah. That was like literally it was like literally my mentality. Like that's how, horrible. I'm like how let me show let me system. show them how yeah, well, yeah. how smart I could be. Like I don't need to go to class every day. Well, see one of the one of the one of the reasons <laughs> I did that too. It's so true. And one of the reasons why college is so expensive. Actually, one of the main reasons is we've sold this idea that you have to go. So everybody feels they have to go to college. And then because it's so sold that you have to go, you get easy money to go to college. So getting a grant or getting a loan, a student loan in particular, is very easy to go to college. So as a result, if you're a university and you've got all these students applying and money's no object because they, because the government continues making it easier and easier and easier to get loans, you're building $5 million stadiums, you're building these huge gyms, these huge auditoriums. Now it's $100,000 for a four-year degree at a private college this is one of the reasons if they remove that you know what would happen you'd see free market take over and you'd see other alternatives um you would go to a bank and say i want a loan for school and they'd say mm-hmm. well what's your degree going to be and you're like women's studies and they're like you're not getting a loan because you're not going to be able to pay us back <laughs> yeah. you, you see what i'm saying yeah. yeah so that's why college has gotten so one of the reasons why it's gotten so goddamn expensive when we should have things like vocational schools you know, why doesn't a company, and this is going to happen, I'm sure companies like Apple and, you know, Cisco and some of these big tech companies are going to say, hey, high school students, come here, learn with us for a year, and then we'll give you this certificate and maybe you'll work for us, maybe you won't, but we'll teach you a bunch of stuff. Um, and it's only going to cost this much and it's going to be much more specific mm-hmm. and it's going to be so much cheaper. Um, or online universities, you which are blowing up. not put it past someone like Google or Apple to it's already, gonna, like already it's farming. Gonna yeah. Yeah. Already farming. It's going to happen. We have the student loan bubble, which is about to burst, which could, you know, cripple us. It'll, it'll, it's something in the, in the hundreds of millions of all these people who can't pay well, back their loans. What do you think? Okay. On, along those lines, what do you think are like the maybe three top, professions to be a part of like today or like in the future as far as like you know if you're gonna if you're gonna learn something you know what, what are probably the most profitable ways to go well profitable i think number one you got to do something you enjoy because then you'll be good at it but if you're just looking straight at the industries you have technology mm-hmm. health services because of the aging population um uh petroleum engineering right now is exploding with things like fracking and uh-huh. stuff like that um, probably environmental sciences because of all the stuff that goes into you know what's what, what's happening right now with the environment. Mm. Um, those are the, the ones I can think about. But anything in tech, yeah. Uh, but then again, tech is making other industries explode as well. Yeah. So like you look at like taxi, you know, taxi cars. You're like, well, how much money can they make? Boom, Uber comes yeah, out. I know Uber, and well, it's, it's going to be get valued at like forty, fifty billion dollars. You know, because. Um, uh, that's insane. Has well, it really grown to that already? Well, yeah. no, it hasn't grown that much. But they're but they're they're trying to. I, 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 now I might be wrong, but I believe they just they're working with Goldman's right now, and they might be getting uh, going uh, IPO. Goldman Sachs. Yeah, and it, 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 it and the valuation will be probably around fifty to hundred billion dollars. <sighs> So, um, and I might be incorrect. I got this off of uh, my cousins yeah. who are financial advisors. I'm not very much of an advisor, but. And you know how they all like got started, right? It was this this whole concept of like fast moving technology. Right. So they, they basically overpowered that entire industry because they moved so fast that they couldn't regulate it. That's right. And so like th- this is kind of the trend within all the tech companies and all these people coming through is like, let's like innovate this one section you know, uh, of the market, and let's let's do it so fast that they can't regulate. Well, us. that's that's free market power, free market. That's yeah. actually anarchy. In, 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 in I, I like spirit. to see it. Like I want, yeah. I want to see that in in oh, other industries. It. You know, like bring yeah, it, do it. Yeah, anarchy. We'll end it on that. Anarchy. Oh, that sounds, ah. 
Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump.